Hello everyone, and welcome to the very first edition of the brand new Locked On Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Castellani. Couldn't be more excited to be here. Uh, This first episode is going to be two parts, as will most of these podcasts. Uh, The first part is just going to be kind of an introductory episode, letting all of you know what to expect from this podcast. And in part two, we're going to talk a little bit about Detroit Tigers baseball, mainly Miguel Cabrera. Some of this may be a little bit repetitive for some of you, especially those who have been following me on Twitter over the last several years, but I do think that it's important to kind of lay the groundwork for what this podcast is going to be. I'm 24 years old. I've been making Detroit Tigers post-game videos on Twitter for several years now. This is going to be my fourth season coming up here in 2020. I do videos about a variety of other topics as well, uh, mainly sports, though I throw in the occasional movie review also. Uh, But my go-to, I guess you could say what I'm known for, has been my Detroit Tigers post-game videos. They are the reason why I have this position with Lockdown right now. I've been fortunate enough to build up a solid following of very loyal fans on Twitter, and I truly hope that that loyalty will carry over to this podcast. If you've come here looking for someone who's going to be a PR guy for the Tigers, you've probably come to the wrong place. Uh, I still hope you'll stay because I think you'll still get something out of it, but I'm not here to cozy up to this organization. I love them very much. I root for them, and I want them to be successful But these last several years have been painful, and this rebuild has featured some of the ugliest baseball that you're going to see at the major league level. So you shouldn't expect someone who's going to be sunshine and rainbows all the time. You should expect someone who's going to be fair. You should expect someone who's going to be entertaining, who's going to be funny, who's going to do their homework, and who's going to work their butt off to put out the best product they can. Uh, I'm, I'm nervous about this challenge. As excited as I am... I I worry about uh, having the material uh, for a daily podcast, especially with this team. Uh, Most of you know me through two-minute, 20-second intervals on Twitter. I'm not used to stretching like this, and some of these early episodes might be a bit rough because of that, but I'm going to keep pushing forward because there's no plan B here. Uh, I want to be the definitive voice for the Detroit Tigers. I want to be the go-to guy, and it's going to take a lot of honing my craft, and doing my research, but I'm ready for that. On a personal level, though I think we've gotten pretty personal already, the response by so many of you when I made the video saying that I had accepted the job with Locked On was truly moving. I've been fortunate enough to have had some great mentors over the last several years, Jack Ebling, Ryan Schuling, Tom Crawford, Doug Warren, who were really the first people to spot my talent even before I ever made a video on Twitter. And the way I've gone about things probably hasn't been the most conventional way, but uh, I have connected with an audience, and I hope uh, that I'll continue to do that here. So thank you for getting me here, and now it's my job to make you proud, and I look forward to doing that. So we're going to take a short break here, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the healthy question mark Miguel Cabrera that we've seen thus far in spring training. We'll see you here in just a second. And we're back and it's time to do 
what this podcast was made to do, and we're going to talk a little bit about Detroit Tigers baseball. Today's main topic will be the relative health, maybe, possibly, hopefully, of one Miguel Cabrera. Now, look, anything that comes out at this time of year, you kind of have to take with a grain of salt. Early in the spring, you get a lot of puff pieces. Um, guys look good, pitchers look good, everyone's healthy. And I, I had a podcast a couple years ago that uh, I considered to be a failed venture, the Baseball Casanova podcast. But one of the good that did come out of that was I did an interview with uh, my friend Jeff Rieger. I'll pick that name up off the floor now that I've dropped it. And it, he said something that was very true, and that's that, look, everyone looks good in spring. Everyone's healthy in spring. Pitchers are good in spring. Curveballs curve and sliders slide and fastballs zip because they haven't pitched in five months. So they're going to be loose and they're going to feel good and the stuff is going to look solid. And the same goes for position players. Guys haven't played in five months. They've been working out. They've been hitting the gym. So unless you're Bruce Rondon, who showed up to camp 30 pounds overweight in 2017, for the most part, guys are going to show up, uh, especially the veterans are going to show up to spring training relatively healthy. And that seems to be uh, what we've gotten out of Miguel Cabrera so far. He has, he looks noticeably slimmer. He seems as though he's lost weight. And look, what do I take out of that? Obviously, I mean, it's admirable, you know, as someone who struggled with weight issues a little bit myself over these last couple of years, I, I can't, uh, you can't knock the guy. And I think if there is one really positive thing, it's that Miguel Cabrera, who has this gargantuan contract and all of it guaranteed money, it's obvious that there is still a fire inside of Miguel Cabrera to be great. Now, will he ever reach the heights of greatness that we saw from him 2008 to 2016? Absolutely not. I, I, to me, there's there's no possibility of that happening. And if you've watched him over the last three years, I think that uh, you could attest to that. Last season was the dumpster fire of all dumpster fires. You, you lose 114 games. It was a disaster. But one of the saddest elements of that season was watching the slow and steady decline of Miguel Cabrera, who for the longest time was Goliath in our eyes. And do I think he'll get back to the level that we've seen him be at before? No, absolutely not. I think it's admirable that he's slimmed down. I never really saw him as a guy who was like remarkably out of shape. Maybe he felt like he was. I think the weight loss will help him. I don't see him being as bad as he's been over these last several years. Um, the batting average is still fine, but when you look at the contract and when you look at the kind of player that Miguel Cabrera is, Miguel Cabrera is not paid to necessarily have a great batting average. And that might sound strange, but he's not paid to hit singles, is what I'm trying to say. Miguel Cabrera's had that contract given to him so he could hit doubles and home runs. And the power numbers have been... Um, below average. I mean, last season, everyone was hitting 20-plus home runs. Miggy didn't get to 20. No one on the Tigers got to 20. I don't believe Miggy even got to 15. In fact, he didn't. I know he didn't. Brandon Dixon led the Tigers a season to go with 15 bombs. So I give the guy credit. He's slimmed down. He's lost weight. But the biggest issue for him isn't so much the weight as much as slimming down will help him. The guy doesn't have good knees. I mean, it's tough for him to lift. And, and I think he would be able to survive at a park like Cincinnati we're at a park like Boston where it's it's fairly hitter-friendly, but at a spacious Comerica Park, it's it's going to be tough for him to even get to a point where you feel like his numbers are, are relatively close to where they once were. To me, his, his goal, his baseline goal should be an 800 OPS. Obviously, stay healthy, trying not to get injured a ton. I think the fact that he's going to be full-time DHing will help his cause in that aspect, but... 
you know, try to stay relatively healthy. And if you can, an OPS 800 or above would be solid at this point in his career. You know, you're not going to release the guy. There's absolutely no chance. Even if he puts up monster numbers, he's not going to get traded for two reasons. One, no one's going to take that contract. And two, it's been acknowledged that the contract that was given to him initially was essentially a thank you contract. Uh, Miguel Cabrera signed that deal and everyone knew that the intention was that he was going to finish his career as a Detroit Tiger. The goal was everyone wants him to have the the big poppy, the Derek Jeter year-long send-off where he's, you know, he's shaking hands and kissing babies and receiving retirement gifts. Will we get to that point with him or will he be forced into retirement because of health that's to be determined? I do think it actually lines up very well the fact that Miguel Cabrera is only 23 home runs away from 500 cuz I would say if he's able to reach that milestone this year, from an individual standpoint, I'd have to call it an overwhelming success. And individual standpoints are kind of the only success that this team is really going to have this year. You know, Scope and Crone were good signings, but ideally, those guys put up good numbers and you can ship them at the deadline. There's really nobody currently on this roster that is a long-term guy. Probably the only person really is Miggy, and that's just because that contract is not one that you can get rid of anytime soon. I think getting to that milestone, hitting 23 home runs, and getting to home run number 500 would be considered a success for him, especially because he hit 20, or he, I'm sorry, he hit 16 in 2017. That's the most he's hit over the last three years. So, look, we would all love to see Miguel Cabrera at least return somewhat to form. It's been incredibly sad watching his body deteriorate. And and for the most part, well, as much as I give him credit for losing weight, I, I don't think a majority of that isn't his fault. A lot of that's just the wear and tear of baseball. I mean, injuries happen. I don't think he's taken particularly poor care of himself. I just think he's had some bad luck. Now, he's also had some incredible luck. For the longest time, Miguel Cabrera was invincible. I mean, he went on the disabled list in 2015 when Brad Ausmus, for some reason, tried to have him inexplicably steal second base. And that was the first time he'd been on the injured list, formerly the disabled list, in his entire tenure with the Tigers. And I think time has just kind of caught up to him. And it's sad because we love Miggy and we've seen Miggy do incredible things here. And I think Miguel Cabrera being on this team is kind of the last vestige of what was once a really proud organization. And the hope is that he can reach the end of his career and this organization will be proud once again. Will we live to see that day where the Tigers are good again while Miguel Cabrera is still on the roster, that's that's very much to be determined, but hopefully. So yeah, right now, I'm happy to see him losing weight. I'm happy to see him in shape, but I think the jury is very much still out about how productive he can be. He had a good spring last year too and ended up having a zero war last season. So uh, it's hard to take a whole lot from spring training, especially with veteran players who are coming off of injuries. Okay, so I think that's where we're going to wrap things up. Uh, for the very first edition of the revamped Locked On Tigers podcast. Uh, I am very much going to be doing a lot of mailbags uh, over these next several weeks uh, leading into the season. So if you have questions that you want answered on this podcast, preferably about Detroit Tigers baseball, but I might sprinkle in you know the, the occasional other sport or maybe even a, a movie or personal question, if you feel so inclined, you can ask those questions and just respond to this podcast 
at my own personal Twitter, which is at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. Now, you can also follow the show on Twitter as well. And I recommend all of you do that. That's at LockedOnTigers on Twitter. If you want to email me questions or comments or concerns or, hey, you know what? If you want to just say hi, you can email the show's Gmail account, which is LockedOnTigers at gmail.com. And let me know what you thought of this podcast. What what do you want to see me talk about? What do you think needs to be changed? This is very much the pilot episode, and I'm open to suggestions and, and open to changes. This is the We're in the infantile stage of this podcast, and I think we started it at a right time. I didn't want to start it too early in the offseason because there's not a whole lot to talk about, especially with a team that is allergic to signing big-time free agents at this point. And I didn't want to start it in the middle of the season because because I, I felt like that just would have been awkward. So I think we're starting this at the right time. Please, if you have any questions or, or just want to talk, message me on those platforms. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I love you all very much. Peace and happiness, and have a great rest of your day. Go Tigers.